It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Oh, it's good to be back. Am I on here? Check one, two. Check. I don't know how this thing works. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, you're on. Can't hear me. You're good. I love me. (laughs) Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. It has been a while. It's good to be back on this Thursday, May 25th. I miss most of May in here. I've been to, te- I've been to Texas. Yeehaw. They take that open carry law seriously down there. I've never seen that many guns at a wedding reception before. Yikes. I'm not anti-gun. I'm not pro-gun, as far as you know. I'm neither. But when I'm drinking my Crown and Coke... And everybody else is drinking their drinks. I'm a little nervous with all the guns around. That's all. That's all. Everybody got along. Great wedding. Great reception. Congrats to Josh and Rachel down in Waxahachie, Texas. That is just outside of Dallas, if you were wondering. But uh, had a nice road trip with the wife. We stayed in North Little Rock on the way down. And we stayed in uh, Goodlettsville, Tennessee on the way back. Went to Hope, Arkansas. Saw the birthplace home of Bill Clinton, William Jefferson Clinton. It was closed. To go to his museum? We couldn't go in. It was Mm. closed. Um, No, didn't go to the museum. Um, Had a great night in North Little Rock. Ate at a nice Italian restaurant. A little too rich for my blood, but we, you know, you're on vacation. Went to a Rangers game in uh, Arlington. How was that? (sighs) It was Barking the Park Day. Oh, perfect. No, it's not. Oh, you're not a dog guy. Not a dog lover. Mm. Not an animal lover. Uh, 400 of my favorite furry feel, furry furry pets. But they constrict them to one they area, did. right? They okay. did. And I didn't see them until I was leaving with them. <laughs> I mean, they were on the field before the game. It was cute. Okay. Walk your dog on the, uh, on the warning track. All right. Okay. Put them in a section far, far from me. We're all good. 13 to 3, by the way, the Rangers beat the Rockies. It was 11 to nothing after five innings. Yikes. Yeah. Not a great game. Nice stadium. I would say, based on the fact that it's two or three years old, I was not impressed. Really? Uh, the gra- the uh, turf looked was ugly. Um, you don't have cash. Don't bring cash. They don't take cash. Really? 35 to park. Do they take cash for that? Nope. Really? Give me a card. <laughs> I pulled out cash, and the guy, young guy looked at me like he didn't know what cash was. <laughs> what is that, sir? Uh, I'll give you 40 if you just let me give you 40 <laughs> It's $35, and you got to use your card. Okay. What did you think about the outside of the stadium? Pretty ugly, right? Um, yeah, just looks I like mean, a big I, pole barn. I took a couple of pictures. Yeah, I, I, I thought line dancing and two-stepping was going on <laughs> inside. Um, M&M Cartage Hotline's open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. Get your text into the show at 502-414-1450. If you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher, boy, I miss reading these things. I do. Looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day in the, going in the right direction. Right now, 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller. Only 89 cents at Thornton's. You heard that right. 89 pennies. So come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Yeah, interesting trip. 
Interesting trip. Are you glad to be back? Yes. Would you Absolutely. Have, would you have rather been in Destin? Uh, oh, I'll tell you a great story. <laughs> we are driving. We're going to take a, basically we're going to Nashville, take a right, go to Memphis, right? Go to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. We are 10 minutes outside of Nashville and my wife says, my wife, and now this is her family's wedding, okay? Not my family, her family. You know, if we go straight, we could just go on to Destin. <laughs> I said, this is not my call. I immediately said, I am going to take a right on 40. We are going to go to Little Rock unless you tell me not to. <laughs> this is your call. This is your family. And she came really close, Justin. <laughs> I can't stress it enough how close she came to saying, let's go to Destin. All our friends were down there. We know what we're getting down there. It's very relaxing. We were still going to have probably, we would have drove on through. So Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come home Monday morning. Still would have had a lot of time down there. And she got really close. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked when she said it. What if she actually would have been like, yeah, just go to Destin. Absolutely shocked. (laughs) Uh, We would have gone to Destin because this was her vacation. This was not... This was her family. We're, I was doing this as a birthday slash anniversary gift to her. I was. I drove the whole way. I drove the whole way back. That was that was my promise, uh, and I enjoyed myself. Please have a good time. This is my family. Okay, I will. As long as there's alcohol and good food, I'll have a good time. I was drinks by the pool, but that was uh, nice, right? Yeah, the pool's small but nice. I had one. I had a beer. We met her aunt and uncle, or her uh, cousin. It's her cousin and her cousin's husband. Uh, when we got there Thursday and had dinner with them at a Mexican restaurant, I had a Corona Rita. You ever have one of those? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Good stuff, yeah. Uh, good food. Went back to their place. Eh, sat by the pool for a half hour. The bugs, the, everything's bigger in Texas, including the bugs, the insects. Uh, so I had one beer. We went back to the hotel. Did you see any, see any crazy wildlife down there? Uh, I saw signs at the rest stop that said, uh, watch out for snakes because they're watching you. But you didn't see one. But I didn't see one. I'll, oh, believe me, I looked. <laughs> <sighs> Scared to death. Scared to death. And guns everywhere. I went to my first Bucky's, by the way. You ever been to Bucky's? I haven't, no. They well, got one in Richmond now. How was they're it? Building one in uh, down near Cave City. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's huge. There's a hundred gas pumps, um, and they got everything you need on a road trip inside there. I'll tell you that. Always heard I had it's lunch like, there. I grabbed a sandwich and always heard it's like a Walmart mixed with a gas station. But they've got all kinds of food options, which is it's yeah it's it's something to see. If you've never seen one, I don't ever have to go back. It's it was something that I can say. Yeah, I saw that place. It's pretty neat. Did you take a picture with the gopher? <sighs> So we're leaving Bucky's. How do you know this stuff, by the way? I've seen them before. I've just never popped. We're leaving Bucky's. My wife says, "Oh, I got to get a picture with this gopher." (laughs) So I take her picture with the gopher, and some strange woman comes walking up. Would you like me to get a picture both of you with the (laughs) gopher? I say immediately, "No, thank you." My wife says, "Oh yeah, get over here." No, I don't want a picture with the ceramic gopher. You know what happened? It's her vacation. 
You got a picture. I got a picture with a ceramic gopher and my wife. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it to you. She didn't send it to me. It's on her phone. But when she, I'll, I'll have her send it to me, and I'll send it to yeah, you. Yeah, I've got to see it. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> um, so $35 to park at the at uh, Globe Life Field. I walk up to the ticket office. I need your best ticket for around 100 bucks. That's what I say to the lady. Uh, got one right here, first baseline, $95. Sold. I wish I had said, do you have one a section closer, down further? Because if it was 125 it would have been worth another 30 bucks to pay for it. I didn't. I had decent seat, second level, not the first level, not down at field level. I wanted field level. Uh, so I'm 130 out. I'm not in the stadium. I'm 130 down. I'm not in the stadium. <laughs> So I get in, you know, I got a cheeseburger and fries, which I know they're not famous for, and uh, had a soda, grabbed a souvenir. It, it was uh, visor day. I got a free uh, Texas Ranger oh, baby sweet. blue uh, sun visor. That's pretty awesome. So I got that on Barking the Park Day. <laughs> Didn't have to sit next to anybody. Had a single seat all by myself. Nobody to my right. Nobody to my left. Beautiful. Sounds That's like a Perfect day. That for is you. perfect for me. Yeah. I hate people. You know that. It was perfect. So anyway, good to be back. Uh, successful trip. My eating habits. Here's one thing I said. I said to my wife, "Let's do this. We do not eat anywhere that we can eat in Louisville." Oh, that's great rule of thumb. We're not eating at Fazoli's yeah. or McDonald's or Taco. We're not eating any of that. That's great rule. So great Italian restaurant I mentioned in North Little Rock. Uh, stopped at a couple diners on the side of the road for lunches in small towns. They were great. Hamburger Barn. Uh, I don't even know what town it was in. <laughs> it was in it was in Tennessee somewhere on the way back. Went in there for lunch. Oh, incredible. Incredible selection. And it wasn't just hamburgers. They had all kinds of stuff. It's in Arkadelphia, Arkansas. It is in Arkadelphia. Very good. Just before we uh, got back into Tennessee. Hamburger barn. Look at the menu for this place, Scoot. It's oh, I'm unbelievable. Going to. Unbelievable. Um, let's see what else. Stopped in Hope, Arkansas. Mentioned that I saw a sign on the way home for the Tina Tina Turner Museum. Ironically, two days before she died, mm, and you didn't go in. No, it, and it, it said it was a road sign. You know, it's one of those signs. It's a billboard, and it says behind the McDonald's. I was like, behind the McDonald's. So I look it up when I get home, and it is at Brownsville, Tennessee. It's it's a little house, a little bitty house. And uh, it couldn't have been bigger than, you know, a, a shotgun house down in Germantown. So anyway, great trip, fun time. Glad to be home. Missed my grandson unbelievably. Great to see Owen. And uh, he was he was not happy. We were gone too long. He held it against us a little bit, but he came around. So, you know, you know what you do. Here's another thing I bought: twelve ninety five a ice cream at the stadium in a upside down Texas Rangers little plastic yeah, cup. The helmet, the helmet, helmet ice, cream. the helmet yeah. ice cream. Stood in line thirty four minutes. Timed it. Thirty. Unbelievable. I missed an inning and a half to get this ice cream because I wanted this helmet 
to give to my grandson and tell him, this is what we eat ice cream out of now. This is what you eat ice cream out of now. So I, got, I went to the store yesterday, got some ice cream. I'll see him tomorrow. We're going to test out the old helmet ice cream uh, you, philosophy. Do you trust him to hold it in his hands? While Absolutely. He okay. He's four. Okay. Yeah, he's got good dexterity. Right. I don't know where he got that, but he's got good <laughs> dexterity. All right, so enough about Arkansas, enough about Tennessee, enough about Texas. The first time I've ever been through Arkansas, by the way. I've been to Houston before, but I've never, I've never been to Arkansas. Hmm. So little, North Little Rock is gorgeous. Right on, it's across a river. Now, I don't know what river it is, but if you cross the river, you're in Little Rock. If you stay in north of that river, you're in North Little Rock. It's a separate town. Didn't they, was there any like tornado damage? Didn't they just have a huge tornado go through there? Uh, We did see some trees through roofs. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was probably less than a month ago. Yeah. Didn't look good. Uh, we did go to the Ellis County Museum in Waxahachie, te- uh, Texas. It's literally a, a small home with a <laughs> bunch of stuff about cotton in it and uh, some dude that played Major League Baseball back in the 30s, 20s. Is that like the home of cotton? That just sounds like a random museum. I, I think so. We, I, I walked in. I mean, we went, went to this little downtown in the you know 1030 in the morning, walked in, expected to have to pay. They have a donation Jar. <laughs> you oh, can, nice. Hey, give us a donation yeah. if you want to. Otherwise, look around. Have a good time. Old man sitting at the desk. Brave's been sitting at the desk for 55 years. <laughs> Where are you from? Not here. <laughs> Not here. And he probably had a gun on him. I'm just going <laughs> to guess. All right. Um, I'm glad I'm back. And I'll tell you why. Since I've been gone, Jim Brown died. Cotton Nash died, former UK Wildcat great. Tina Turner passed away. And the Lakers are dead. Oh, that was mean spirit. That was, yeah. And the Celtics are almost dead. So I'm glad I'm back. We've got to keep these people from dying. Jim Brown quit football, wasn't getting paid enough, wanted more money. They said no. So he said, okay, I'll go be an actor. Dirty Dozen. He was great. Probably the greatest running back of all time. Here's the problem you get into. If you're not old enough, and I'm 59, I'm not old enough, you didn't get to watch him play. And he wasn't on TV like they are now. But he's probably the greatest running back who ever played professional football. And an unbelievable lacrosse player. Lacrosse All-American at Syracuse. It's a weird combo. Yeah. Um, the Lakers, I don't know where they go from here. You're not getting rid of Anthony Davis. Is LeBron going to sit out a year? No shot. That would be no shot. Unprecedented. Well, Mike went and played baseball for two years. Yeah, but not at the tail end of his career. He could sit out. He could go watch his son play every game at Southern Cal and then be reunited with him in the NBA if his son's good enough, and I'm not sure he is. I saw a trade proposal today between the Lakers and the Warriors with LeBron going to the Warriors, and the Warriors just sending Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, Ooh. and Jonathan now, Kaminga. Where did this? Is this just internet fodder? Yeah, I mean, I assume so. But that'd be—I mean—that would be phenomenal. Who turns that down? LeBron turns it down. You think? Because he doesn't want to be seen as Kevin Durant by going to just to win a championship, buying a championship, basically. And yeah, Golden maybe. State's not going to get Bronny. Well, LeBron's going to do 
is if he if he sits out, well, it doesn't matter what he does this year. In two years, when Bronny gets drafted, LeBron's going to make sure he's a free agent and he can go to that team and play. Did you if, see if he wants to play with his son? Did you well? Did you see his quote on that? No, he said just I've been be- on vacation. He said just because that's his goals and aspirations doesn't mean that's Bronny's, and he respects that. Would so you Bronny's, wanna, so- if you were LeBron's son, would you want to play with him? Hell yeah, I would. Hell yeah. The expectations are have already been through the roof for yeah. this kid, and maybe he's not as good as we think. Now he's going to Southern Cal. He's obviously a very good basketball player. But he's not LeBron. Now, see, Nobody's going to be LeBron. See, now, for me, if I'm Bronny, yeah, I'm not looking at it like that. I'm looking at it as I'm getting to play a professional sport with my dad. Like, how cool is this? Yeah, here's what here's With the, one of the best players of all time. Here's how I'm looking at it as an 18 or 19-year-old kid. Oh, God, I'm going to go be on my own and my dad's going to be with me all the time? Jesus. Imagine him getting on Bronny like he does those I other just, teammates. I just want a beer, Dad. No, you can't <laughs> have a beer. You're not old enough. I could have a beer if you weren't here, Dad, all the time, <laughs> 24-7, on the same team. All right, let's take a break. Got a lot to get to. Miami and Boston game five tonight. Do the Celtics really have a chance, or am I just looking through my green glasses here to win the series? Green glasses. Am I just looking through my green leprechaun-tinted glasses? Take them off, John. John Morant, is it is it time to start worrying about this guy? A live golfer won the PGA Championship while I was gone. We'll talk about that. We got some hockey audio for you and the NFL new kickoff rules. We'll cover all of this plus baseball. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. Good job on the uh, Tina Turner music, Justin. Well done. Thank you. Great suggestion by you. I mean, you know, queen of rock. The queen of soul was Aretha. She's Tina Turner's queen of rock. Went to the Louisville City game last night, and they played Tina Turner Uh, after the game was over. It was all Tina. I'm your private dancer. Dancer for money. Uh, anyway, um, Eminem Cartage Hotline's open, 384-1450. Join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number, 414-1450. Uh, Miami and Boston tonight, 830 TNT. Miami up three games to one. Celtics stayed alive with a win in Miami on Tuesday night. The Celtics are eight-point favorites. And I know I say this all the time. Vegas knows what they're doing. They don't build those uh, buildings. They're not building that brand new base thirty thousand seat baseball stadium stadium on the Strip, where you can walk to the new Las Vegas A's games when the A's move. Wait, they're putting it on the Strip? Right off the Strip. Where? You can walk to the games. Oh, kind of like they, where they got thirty five thousand acres. So kind of where like the using. Raider or Raider Stadium is. Over in that area? Um, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But the sooner they can get the A's, the better for Oakland. Mm-hmm. They're forty. They're 10 and 41. That's horrible. Oakland doesn't want them anymore. 
Nobody shows up at those they're on, games. But anymore. what is that? On they're on pace to win like thirty six games. Maybe that's awful. Yes, ten and forty one is awful. I go. I, t- I had Seattle minus one and a half last night, six to one. It was easy. It's easy money. Take whoever Oakland's playing and give the run and a half. Did that with Baltimore a couple years ago, and it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it's unfair to Vegas, but that's how it is. So Boston's eight. Does anybody realize Miami's two and zero in Boston in the postseason? The Celtics have a losing record at home in the postseason, even though they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Do people understand this? Eight. I'm taking the points here. Yeah, eight I'm throwing seems it high. out there now. Charles Barkley, after the game the other night, said the Celtics might win by 30 in Game 5 because the Heat is are already looking ahead to Game 6 at home to finish it out. That's not how it works in professional sports. These guys are professionals. They have a job to do. They scout. They get ready for the next game. It doesn't matter where it's at. The Heat will be ready to play tonight. That doesn't mean Boston won't win by 30. 76ers were ready to play when they went to Game 7. Celtics killed them. In the third quarter, killed them. Third quarter the other night, it was uh, Denver that killed the Lakers on the road. You just don't know. And the venue means less than it used to mean. Mm -hmm. It used to mean a lot more. When travel was more difficult, uh, the schedule set up differently in the postseason. It's an easy schedule now. You play every other day, period. Every once in a while, because of TV, you, pl- you have two days off instead of one. But there are no back-to-back games anymore. And you have time to get ready, and the venue doesn't matter like it used to. It just doesn't. So I'm a little surprised, Scooter, that the uh, Heat are an eight-point underdog tonight. I expected them to be an underdog. It's ga- it's a ga- Every game now is game seven for the Celtics. Uh, el- elimination game. They're 3-0, and by the way, in elimination games in the postseason. Oh, Missoula's got a better record than Doc Rivers. Let me say this. When Miami wins this series, Mm -hmm. and I'm looking through my leprechaun glasses, and I do see a scenario where Boston could do it, they win the night at home, all of a sudden the pressure changes. Sure. It goes to the heat. So there is a scenario. But when, when Miami wins this series, in my opinion, I will be able to say without question, this was Hall of Fame coach Eric Spolstra beating Joe Missoula. Simple. Joe Missoula is he might be a great coach in the future. He's not ready for this stage. This is his first year. He was thrown into it after the Celtics had to get rid of Ime Udoka. I think he's done a phenomenal job. But you're you gotta put your big boy pants on that. If and when they do lose this series, like you mentioned, as Missoula come back, they bring him back for next year if they fall. That's a tough call. Yeah. That's a very different – they've already extended his contract, but you know what that means. That's a piece of paper. But somebody will pay it, you know, pay him off, get out of here. I think you go another direction. Yeah. Because they got the best talent in the league. Absolutely. They can go get Nick Nurse, who won at Toronto. They can go get uh, Mike Budenholzer, who won a title in Milwaukee. There are a lot of options out there. A lot of options. I'm sure Brad Stevens doesn't want to come out of the front office and coach again, but he could. Joe Missoula, when you look at the Celtics and say, what are the Celtics missing? Point guard? No. 
Not really. Smarts does a good job. They got Derek White. They got Malcolm Brogdon, who's banged up tonight. Shooters? No, they got shooters. Forwards? Off guards? Tatum, Brown, big man. Robert Williams patrols the middle as well as anybody defensively. Got Al Horford. They got plenty of talent. What are they missing? How about a Hall of Fame coach? Missing a Hall of Fame coach. It's kind of been the story for the Heat, though, this entire playoffs, though. You know, I mean, they've been the underdog every step of the way. So it's like that's just a scenario They're that the they have learned to they thrive in. in. Yeah. The Lakers were in the play-in. Has there ever been – I was thinking about this the other day. Has there ever been an eight seed – and you can you can go across all major sports here – that has taken out both number one seeds Ooh. and route to a championship? I would say no. Um, that would be awesome. I rem- we've seen eights over ones in first rounds before. Sure, we yeah. saw it this year in Miami or Milwaukee. But not twice. Wouldn't that be cool, though? It would be cool, except I'm a Celtic fan, so no, it would not be cool. (laughs) Here's a question. I saw this. I'm stealing this from the Dan Patrick show from earlier this morning. Who's your favorite team? NBA? NBA? I don't have one. How about baseball? Uh, Reds. All right. Would you rather the Reds get swept in a four-game series or lose on a walk-off in Game 7? Because you're going to remember – Losing in a walk-off in Game 7 more than you're going to remember being swept out of a series. I am going, if the Reds is the... Let's just say it's a National League Championship Series against the Dodgers. Reds is the team here, I'm saying losing a Game 7 because they don't normally get that far. But you're going to carry that with you as a fan. That's fine. At least we made the playoffs. You know, we were up 5-2 to in the bottom of the ninth in Game 7, and the Dodgers hit a grand slam and beat us 6-5 to with two outs and two strikes on the batter. Yeah, but, I mean, in that scenario, at least your team's competing and they have a shot, whereas if you're getting swept, that's just if a complete embarrassment. Swept, if complete you embarrassment. Swept, you say, well, you know what? We got to the uh, finals. That's, uh, that's all we were good enough to do. We had no chance to win that series, and you forget it. You don't remember it. Mm-hmm. You remember the walk-off. I, I do think the walk-off's more memorable. Basketball, but... you remember the buzzer beaters. In Game 7, Game 7 buzzer beater that beat you instead of the sweep. By the way, LeBron got swept for the third time in his career. Four-game sweep. And by, and, and why did Denver beat the Lakers? Because two of those four games, Lakers could have won. How about this? Mike Malone, Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham's great assistant coach. He was a great assistant coach. But, again, he's in the high water now. And Mike Malone, who's gone through this with Denver for a few years now and been a failure as a one seed before, he's put in the time, and now he is the coach that wins the game over the coach that hasn't been there. And that's the same thing with Missoula versus Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra, first couple years in the league, was terrible. Pat Riley was getting all kinds of grief for who is this guy Pat Riley stepped away and brought in. Stepped into the front office, brought in Eric Spolstra. Pat Riley knew. Eventually, this guy's going to be a great coach. And he's a Hall of Famer now. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's a great, he's not a good coach. He's a great coach. And a coach just texted me that said, You're being hard on coaches today. <laughs> no, I'm not being hard on coaches. I'm a Celtic fan who has the best team. The favorites to win it all less than a week ago that's down 3-0 to an 8 seed. Yes, I'm being hard on the coach. 
Absolutely. Celtics win tonight. They don't cover. Maybe it's a backdoor cover. Miami puts their subs in and scores the last six of the game, and Celtics win the game by seven. Uh, but I'm I'm taking Miami tonight. I'm, yeah, I'm rolling with the Heat money line. That's a big number. It's two forty, maybe plus two forty, something I mean, like that. It's a pretty big number. They've won three out of four in the series. So, all right, uh, police in Tennessee had to conduct a welfare check yesterday on Ja Morant, the uh, former Murray State racer, Memphis Grizzly star. Uh, he put some messages on his Instagram account yesterday. Uh, which were flags, if you will. Uh, people were worried enough to call the police and say, please go check on him. Uh, early Wednesday, and then uh, he deleted them later, he put messages and pictures to social media saying, love you, Ma, with a blue heart emoji. All right, Scooter, you're a, a generation younger than I am. Does the blue heart emoji mean anything? Different than the red heart emoji? I've always been under the assumption. What's blue heart mean? I've always been under the assumption that the heart emoji is a heart emoji regardless of color. But okay. I could be way wrong here. He also put on love you pops with a blue heart emoji. And you the greatest baby girl with a blue heart emoji. Love you. Uh, for his daughter, apparently. Maybe that stems from his days playing in Murray and now Memphis. They both have blue. They are blue, yes. He then followed those with a post that simply said, bye. B-Y-E. Hmm. So naturally, pretty cryptic. People are like, oh my God, is he going to do the worst thing you can think of? Is he going to kill himself? He's got a baby daughter. Say goodbye to his mom and dad. Apparently, Shelby County Sheriff's Office in Tennessee confirmed to ESPN that the officers went to Moran, Moran's home on Wednesday morning to check on him, and he is fine. He was just taking a break. He was saying goodbye to social media. Hmm. That, to me, that, that doesn't add up. Yeah, that's a weird way to it. Do doesn't it doesn't add up. He's 23. Um, he's had everything going his way until these gun incidents. Wait, he's 23? He's 23. That's it? Yeah. He was suspended from all team activities following the second video of him holding a gun in a car that circulated on uh, May 13th. So I understand the worry. I get the worry. And I think the guy needs a whole lot of help, a whole lot of help. Now, maybe he feels trapped. He's a star, Scooter, at 23 years old. He can't go out of his house. He can't walk down the street in Memphis. Uh, kids, young kids love him. Young kids adore John Morant because of his game, because of the way he plays, because the, you know he represents the city of Memphis. I get that. I get all of that. But I think sometimes, and look, you can be depressed. It doesn't matter how much money you got. You can be depressed. Depression does not take into account how much money you make, what kind of job you got, any of that stuff. I think we need to worry a little bit about John Moran. Uh, I'm glad he didn't kill himself. I'm glad the police found him in good stead. I'm glad that he said, hey, no, no, no. I was just saying goodbye to social media. That's all. I'm getting off of Instagram. Off of all the social media for a while. And I think that's a good move for him. Oh, yeah. You don't need to read all. There are a lot of trolls out there. You don't need to read all that stuff. Most of them are just trying to get a reaction out of you. Uh, He's going to miss half a season coming up, I believe. He had the gun incident. 
Adam Silver took his word for it. Won't happen again. My bad. He went to the to the New York offices of the NBA and apologized face to face to the commissioner. Said he was, you know, going to get go through everything he needed, get some help, and uh, and Adam Silver believed him, and they took it easy on him at the first incident. This time, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. He's going to be out. Probably 41 games, probably half the season. See, I'm not advocating for John ja Moran or guns or any of that right here. I'm just, why is that such a big deal? Is it because of the optics of it all? It's complete, like, well, it's not like he's using a gun, not like he's pointing it right. at anybody. There's just a gun in the video. It's in the collective bargaining agreement. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. But you just can't be seen with guns? There's a lot of things in there that you can't do, and that's one of them. Um, so, anyway. I like John Morant. Same. I think he's a great player. Uh, I don't know. I just I hope for the best. And here's the other thing. If he's going to miss 41 games or 25% of the games, whatever it is, who's watching him? Who's watching? Who's hanging out with him then? These same friends that he's hanging out with or he's brandishing a gun in a car on a Saturday night in Memphis? Because... He needs to get the right people around him, mm-hmm. especially if he's away from the team. If he's suspended to the point that he's not allowed in the facility, not allowed to sit on the bench during the games, somebody's got to be there for him. He he, 23 is still really young, man, really young, and he's making poor decisions. All right, let's take a break. Boy, this first uh, show back goes quick. You're just ready for more Tina Turner. I am. <laughs> I am ready for Tino Turner, and we're going to play some uh, hockey audio for you. We don't do that very often after the break. Listening Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in the studio. Final segment on this Thursday. I'll, ha- I'll have a show tomorrow, but then off on Monday, right, Scooter? I wanted to do a show. Yeah, you're off on Monday. But the powers that be here at the Big X tell me I, I'm not allowed to show up. Well, we've got a baseball game at 11 o'clock, sectional championship. So uh, uh, I'm guessing Floyd Central and New Albany. Uh, it could be. That New matchup. Albany. Yeah. They both won last Bedford. night. So they both play Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if they win, they will play each other. But and yeah. I'm not calling that game? Matt's, nope. uh, Matt got the call? Yep, he's he's back on the high school baseball See, beat. that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. I'm older than him. Uh, Texture says, in fact, it's Phoenix Hill Richard. Bucky's sounds like Wally World. Yeah, it's kind of Wally Worldish. Without the rides. There's no rides. <laughs> Although there's a gopher out front, apparently, you can sit on and get your picture taken with. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> My coaching friend, who I will not reveal, also texted me, Tennessee's female route Mount Rushmore. I almost said that wrong. Tennessee's female Mount Rushmore. Pat Summit, yep. Dolly Parton, yep. Wilma Rudolph. Who? Oh, great sprinter. 
Olympian. Never heard of her. And Tina Turner. Okay. Female Mount Rushmore. I like it. I'd replace the runner I've never heard of with Taylor Swift. Kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. I'm kidding. Oh, man. It's a good <laughs> thing you got that it's a joke out quickly because my aneurysm was going to kick in. <laughs> my head was literally getting ready to explode. That's a joke. Texture says, don't discount Pat Riley's influence. Well, I don't think he's coaching, though. I mean, he hired Eric Spolstra years ago. Spolstra, other than Popovich, might be the longest tenured coach in the NBA. Look at that up, Scooter. Longest tenured coach in the NBA. I think it's Greg Popovich. I got you. But I think with the same team, at least, Eric Spolstra has got to be second. Huh. See, my head's spinning now. Uh, I watched Outbreak yesterday for the first time in my life. You ever seen Outbreak? I haven't. Dustin Hoffman, the Rene Russo, who is unbelievably underrated as a woman, not just an actress. Um, Kevin Spacey, he's been in trouble since then. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Donald Sutherland, Morgan Freeman, great movie. It's a big and I read that uh, I read that when uh, COVID started, Netflix put it on, and it was it had a rebirth, so to speak. Uh, outbreak. Maybe I did watch two it. hours. A monkey sends a virus from uh, Africa. Uh, yes, over the United yes, States. yes, yes. I did watch Patrick that. Dempsey dies early in this mm-hmm. movie from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, by the way, Star Wars forty six years old today. Nineteen seventy seven. The original Star Wars was you, uh, was out. You were right on Spolster, by the way. Number two. Yep. Pop. Can you name number three? Spolster got probably the, not. Spolster got uh, the job in 08. Number three. My goodness. So yeah, Popovich 96. Is it, is it easy? Am it's, I going to hit myself? It's pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, when you really sit back and think about it, a guy's been there for a while. NBA teams that a guy's been there. We've touched for on a them today. Time. Oh my god! I'm going. Can he beat myself over the head? It's not Mike Malone, is it? Uh, he's fourth. June of 2015. All right, who is it? Who is it? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Yeah. <laughs> Gurr. All right. Uh, the hockey last night. Here's your hockey minute, by the way. The uh, Florida Panthers, eight seed, beat the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, four to three. Keith Kachuk. I just laugh every time I'll, I say that. Name. I'll never understand how it's pronounced like that. Uh, well, how's it spelled? It's like T H A C. Yeah, I don't even know. It's it's T K A C H U K. So what happens to the T? Well, the T is just silent. Kachuk. That's it. Ignorant. Uh, he scored with I think four seconds left in the game. In the game, and Carolina wins four to three. They won uh, game three, one to nothing. I mean, Florida wins. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They won game three, one nil. They won uh, game two, two to one in overtime. And they won game one, three to two. So four games, all four games, Florida won by one goal. Carolina coach Rod Brindamore was asked about it. Different well, way. you know, that, that's the unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. and That's not what happened. I watched the game. I'm there. I'm cutting the game. We're we're in the game. That, that, that we didn't get, we didn't lose four games. We we got beat, but it's, you know, 
we were right there, and this could have went the other way, and this could have been four games the other way. And okay, <laughs> what? What am I missing here? Uh, it could have gone on the other way. Yes, yes. <laughs> any one, any one goal game could have gone the other way. Any two point game in basketball could have gone the other way. <laughs> to say we didn't get swept, you got swept. By definition, you By got def- swept. Well, you know, <laughs> they beat. They, we didn't take them to a fifth game, but we didn't get swept. <laughs> they scored more goals in all four games, but they didn't sweep us. What are you talking about? I don't use audio on the show very often, but I heard that and I thought, I, I can't. I got to play this. That's crazy. We didn't get swept. So Florida, by the way, the eight seed, just like the Miami Heat. Boy, Florida's having a month. Yeah, what's going on down there? Something's in the water. I should have gone to Destin. <laughs> Maybe I'd have hit a lottery or something. Um, so Florida advances. They will play the winner of Vegas and uh, Dallas. Dallas. And that's a 3-0 Vegas lead. They'll play game four in uh, Dallas tonight uh, as the Stars try to hang on for dear life here. The Vegas Golden Knights are the overall number one seed in the West. Florida eighth seed in the East. I see a pattern here. Because mm-hmm. if Miami does what they should do, you're going to have eight versus one in the NBA Finals as well. So crazy, crazy year. Crazy sports year so far. Uh, Liv Golfer won the PGA Championship. Brooks Kepka was great. Luckily... I did get to watch a lot of PGA tournament golf in my hotel room in Waxahachie. Oh, that's Texas. good. It was a great tournament. It was fantastic. Live golfers, Cameron Smith finished top 10. But, you know, it's an individual sport. And I don't think fans at this point, I think when Live first started and all these guys left to go play on the Live Tour and play in the Greg Norman Tour and turned their backs on the PGA, and the PGA went nuts, and they decided to make some other events worth more money, pay a little more money, make uh, events uh, critical that you had to play in them. If you were a uh, PGA top 20 player, you got 18 out of 20 events you have to play in. They'll give you 20. You got to play in 18 of them. Rory stepped out of one and got a $3 million fine from the PGA. So, I mean, a lot of different things happen. But at this point now, I don't think anybody cares. I don't think anybody cares, and I don't think anybody cares as fan-wise that Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson and Cameron Smith and Brooks Kepka are going to come over here and play in the U.S. Open. They played in the PGA Championship. They're going to play in the U.S. Open. They're going to play in the British Open or the Open Championship, excuse me. Um, I don't think fans care. They want to see the best golfers. It's an individual sport, and it doesn't matter which league you're in. Well, and that's what that's what stinks about the whole thing, though, because when you get these majors, you're reminded just how great of a spot PGA was in before Live, and it's you yeah. you only get that in the majors. So it, it sucks at the other tournaments. You're not getting all those guys. And what's going to happen at the Memorial, for example? Yeah. When uh, you know, let's just say, uh, for lack of argument, Rory McIlroy or John Rahm or Scotty Scheffler wins that tournament, and everybody's going to say, "Yeah, well, Brooks Koepka wasn't in it." Should have been. Mm-hmm. Could have been. P.J. won't let him. You know who will be in it? Who will be in it? Michael Block. Did you catch that fever? The hole-in-one. What's awesome. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I got home from the Rangers game Sunday enough to see the last 
hour or so of coverage. So, of course, they replayed it yeah. during that, that coverage. And the fact, is he playing this week, too? He is, yeah. And he got invited to the RBC Canadian Open. Um, He's living the dream, man. He is. He's yeah. living the dream. He got to play with Rom one day. He got to play with Rory one day. Justin Rose Justin Rose was his favorite player growing up, and he got to play with Oh, Rome. I don't think he got to play with Rom. I think I'm wrong. Yeah, on it was Rose, Rose and then yeah. Rory, yeah. Um, he and, got offered $50,000, by the way, for that seven iron that I, he hit the hole in one. How about this? You're playing golf with Rory McIlroy. You're playing in the PGA Championship in the final round with Rory McIlroy, and you make a hole in one, <laughs> yeah. and McIlroy's hugging you. Yeah. Well, did you see his quotes about it? What he, a great story. He didn't even know it went in. He said, No, he had no idea. He asked, Ma- he asked McElroy, like, where'd it go? And he said, It went in? Why are you hugging me? <laughs> yeah. It's great. I don't think we know each other that well yet. <laughs> yeah, your bull went in the hoe, mate. Well, and then Kepka, that was t- terrible. Kepka told him when he was coming off the 18th green, heard you're buying drinks. That oh, was, yeah. That was cool. That's too. the rule. You know that. Yeah. Have you ever made a hole in one? Hell no. Not just no, but hell no. Hell no. Okay. I've gotten close. I've come close. Within but, a putter grip. Uh, yeah. I, I, I did it in Florida a couple years back with a, uh, a lofted driver, believe it or not, <laughs> on a par three. Hit it way up in the air. Yeah, 14 degree. 14 degree driver. Oh, that's awesome. It, way up in the air. it was rolling toward the co- I have holed out from 200 yards. Really? On a par four. 200? Before, yeah. That's really impressive. I've done that uh, at uh, Fuzzy's place. Which one? The the closest one. Uh, Not Champions Trace. Covered. So. Covered Bridge, yeah. I hold out from 200 yards there That's before. Awesome. Holy mo- that What a great story that guy is, though. And he's and he finished top 15, so he's in next year's PJ Championship. He doesn't have – he's qualified at least the last three years. He's had to – qualifying's brutal. Mm-hmm. You play Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and what, 1%? Of the guys that try to qualify, less than 1% get actually get into the tournament. He's done it three years in a row. Uh, but to finish top 15, to go through all he did. And then then Amanda is making him cry. Renner. Amanda Renner's making him cry. Oh, here's a video that your son sent of all the people back at your club in California. And he's like, come on, Amanda, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? All right, uh, didn't get to talk about the NFL kickoff rule. Fair catch now, the twenty-five yard line. Hate it. We can. Delve I know in. it's for safety. We can delve in more tomorrow. I get it. I understand that it's for safety. People want to see kick returns. Oh yeah. At what point are we going to stop allowing punts, punt returns to be part of the equation? Hey, everything's fair catch. In fact, don't go back there. Wherever it lands, that's where you get the ball. It's coming. You know, we don't do anything with these helmets. We put that uh, mesh thing on top of them during practice, but you still got to wear the regular helmet during a game. We don't care about concussions, but you're not breaking your leg. It doesn't get any better than Tina Turner. Turn that up. (laughs) I was just looking at you like, that's your cue, John. Yeah. (laughs) MLB standings tomorrow, too. About halfway through the season. Oh, Tina Turner. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Ed. You're simply-